welcome back to another podcast by Nine on Four and More. We are your hosts. I'm Tyler, and joined by my co-host Brandon. How's it going, man? Good. A little sunburn from yesterday, but overall doing good. Absolutely. We have a lot to talk about. Some, uh, you know, breaking Jaguars news as well as going over the Jaguars Cardinals game. You know, over that heartbreaker towards the uh, end of the third quarter, fourth quarter, how the Jaguars blew the game, as well as other uh, games around the NFL. But let's go ahead and jump right into it. The Jaguars trade C.J. Henderson to the Carolina Panthers. They do receive a few picks and tight end Dan Arnold in return. Um, before I talk about, you know, my thoughts, what are your thoughts? I think this is a surprise, but I want to give props to you. I think you called this. Like, literally, we were at the game. And you're like, what if Tyson Campbell has a good game playing outside? Like, obviously, Shaq is staying. So, if Campbell's out there and Hurden comes back to the nickel, what's going to happen to CJ? And this is what happens. So they, they didn't want to bench him. Um, so they're like, we need a tight end after Hollister's inter- like interception. I think Urban's called it like that was unacceptable. And I think he said unacceptable like three times during like when he was describing that. So they pulled the trigger on a uh, tight end who's, I mean, Dan Arnold's okay. I think he was a wide receiver in college. So we'll see what happens. But I think we gave up on CJ maybe a little too early is what I'm reading into it. Yeah, so apparently, you know, Urban Meyer wanted Dar- uh, Arnold in a uh, free agency. They tried to go after him. They unfortunately, couldn't get him, but now they end up with we him. Could, we could have paid him. <laughs> he was only like two years, $6 million. It wasn't yeah, like for sure. break the bank. Like, But I guess the positive is that he comes in, he's easily the Jags' number one tight end. Like, it's not even a question. Yeah. Like, yeah, without and I, I expect him. He's already – he was at practice today. I expect him. He'll play Thursday. Like, Urban just, already said he's going to play Thursday, which yeah, – so. I mean, I don't know how in-depth of a playbook he's going to have, but, I mean, probably get simple routes, but the, I don't expect him one, to get too much into it. The one thing I noticed about watching, you know, some Panther highlights as well as that Thursday night game is that Arnold is kind of like that check down for Darno. so hopefully that becomes something that Trevor Lawrence, you know, just four or five yards, but those five, four or five yards help out quite – quite a bit, you know, uh, the short yard of situations. But um, I do agree that we gave up on CJ a little too early, but I can understand Urban, you know, and Trent Balky if Tyson Campbell was going to play well on outside because you don't want Tyson Campbell on the inside. You've seen what happened the first game, and too, he just – he struggles in the inside. And he played fairly well on the outside. But CJ Henderson, the one thing that wasn't going for him is that injuries. He couldn't yeah. stay healthy. I mean, you're – in the second year, he's only played 10 games only 10 games and he was pick number nine. So I do kind of wish maybe we would have got like a second and a third for him. Um, I don't think we were going to get a first regardless just because, no. you know, he had played well and also, um, you know, injury concerns, but uh, overall I would say I'd give it like a, maybe like a C plus just because you got a tight end in return um, and you got a few picks. I still would like to get more from the, from the trade, but we will see if this trade backfires in the Jaguars down the stretch. I feel like this is a good trade for the Panthers, though, honestly. Like, they, they gave, what, a third-round pick, which isn't really a ton. And they really liked the tight end. They drafted out of Notre Dame, Tommy Tremble. Um, so they're like – he wasn't even our starting tight end probably the next couple of weeks. And a third-round pick for – and they just lost Jace Horn. So they're like, we need to fill in that role immediately. CJ can do that. And if CJ works out, they could have Jeremy Chin, Jace Horn, and CJ Henderson. That's a very young, fast, athletic core going forward, and that's a really big thing. Is I think the Panthers, like I, I agree, I think the Jags get like a C or so because like you get a guy Tyson Campbell who hasn't who's played almost as many games as Cheesey Henderson has, and 
a third of the time and you get a tight end, they're just going to keep trying tight ends until one finally works. Maybe he's the guy. So he's not too bad, but man, I give the Panthers. This is like a solid A for them. Like oh, absolutely. if they can get CJ to work, their secondary with that defense with Derek Brown, Josh Burns, Brian Burns, man, the Panthers defense might be a top five defense next coming years. All depending on CJ Henderson and see if he can reach that more nine overall potential. Oh, absolutely. And one thing before we move on to talking about the Jags and Cardinals game is that uh, last year, the apparently I read that if the Panthers were debating between Brown and CJ Henderson, they ended up one Brown. Um, so they get both their guys that they ended up wanting. Um, so I guess, you know, pretty good. Them, right. Yeah. <laughs> but let's go ahead and talk Arizona Cardinals versus Jaguars. Jaguars blew this game. They had a chance to win it. But I do want to start things off on the positive notes and kind of give, you know, a few, you know, be like, all right, they played well, like kind of, you know, my stars of the game for the Jaguars. I'm starting things off with Jamal Agnew. Right now, Jamal Agnew, in my personal opinion, I think even though Cordell Patterson's out there, Jamal Agnew is 100% the best returner in the NFL. I don't even think it's close right now. Is Cordell Patterson even taking returns anymore? I don't, I don't think he is right now. I, I don't I don't think he is. I mean, we saw this return group. Honestly, Farrah Cooper's also one of the best return guys, and we had him here in camp. Claybrooks was a return guy out of college. Like, this – return group was just stacked on the Jaguars, but Agnew was clearly the number one. He's proven it now, man. He's easily going to be maybe the Jaguars only pro bowl selection this year. I could totally see Josh Allen may get a nod. He's actually doing very well. He's on pace to have like 50 plus pressures, double digit sacks. So maybe Josh Allen maybe sneaks in there, but looking right now, Agnew is looking like a clear pro bowl favorite, possibly all pro for his return game. And Urban Myers loves special teams, but I got to give a shout out to a guy that's a lot of people trash, but that was Andrew Winger. And Andrew Winger last year, last week played pretty decent. And this week he ends up with the interception for the Jaguars and makes a few other plays. So, I mean, he, I guess, you know, I can understand maybe why the coaches are starting him over Cisco. I still like to see Cisco play, but I guess I'm not in a bash Winger for right now. Yeah, he's played a lot better. He's the number one graded on PFF for the Jaguars, all defense, like better than Josh Allen. Miles Jack, Jenkins, Sakil, he is the number one on PFF. Whatever. I know some people don't like PFF. Some people are all PFF people. But take it what it's worth. He is the highest rated Jacksonville Jaguars player on defense for PFF. And maybe for the whole team, too, because Norwell was the original. And the whole early bird situation we got going on uh, with that situation, maybe dropped him. Maybe Wingard actually took over for the Jaguars overall PFF grade as a top player. Yeah. And then uh, one more person I want to give a shout out to, and that's uh, Griffin. We had a great game. He shadowed Hopkins the whole game, allowed three catches for 21 yards. So, like, huge props to him. I mean, that was just an unbelievable performance. Maybe the Jaguar, Jaguars will start going man to man and let him just shadow everyone. Yeah. I mean, Hopkins was hurt. He didn't practice basically all week, but he's also done that multiple times in his career. And he still gets 10 catches for 120 yards and a touchdown. And I think, honestly, we could almost give a shout-out to everybody on defense. I actually oh, yeah. felt like until near the end of that game, the Jaguars' defense was playing almost perfect. You had the first drive where they scored. Then after that, the Jaguars' defense really shut them down. Jaguars actually right now have one of the best third-down defenses in the league. Like So, like, they held the Cardinals, like, one and nine. Um, the Broncos weren't very good. I think the Broncos were like only had like two of 12 or something like, like it's crazy to think, but this Jaguars defense is actually playing very well right now. And against teams that are 
actually doing well on offense as well. It's not like we're going against the Jets, like not trying to go with the Broncos or anything, but the Broncos three wins right now have come to teams who are 0-3. So we'll have to see if they're pretenders or whatever. But at least the Jags are facing right now winning football teams and their defense is holding up pretty well. Yeah, we just need the offense to really start clicking. Now let's jump things over to it the looked good. <laughs> All the, yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence he had a decent day. He had that one batted pick six, which he should have thrown the ball away. The first interception off Hollister's hands was 100% on Hollister. Yeah. But what makes me believe that Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback was that touchdown that Chark out. He looked to his right and then looked to his left. I mean, that is something that a veteran quarterback will make. And that right there shows that uh, he's the franchise quarterback. Yeah. I mean, we were literally like 20 feet away from when Chark cut that touchdown. And Usually live, you don't get this, you don't really get the feel like when you watch the game on TV or like how good of a pass was. That one looked almost better live than it did like on like in person than on TV. It was just beautiful. You saw the Arizona guy go in the air and you're like, oh, it's gonna be bad. And just went over his fingertips right to Chark in the corner. It was one, it was one of Trevor's most beautiful passes he's thrown all year easily absolutely and offensive line this this week uh coming into the game was one of the better units in the nfl but they definitely struggled a lot a few sacks and i think i actually seen a stat today where uh 50 of trevor lawrence's dropbacks he was actually getting pressure so offensive line did not play good at all um trevor lawrence did make a few of his rookie mistakes like that pick six like i said um and definitely did overthrow some of his guys and has some uh you know miscommunications but offense as a whole i think is getting better each and every week even though they're not putting up a ton of points but they are finally running the ball, which is something that's I think that helped Trevor Lawrence out a lot, especially Trevor Lawrence started running the ball as mm-hmm. well as just being able to run out of the pocket. I think it uh, just getting James Robinson involved more, even he's Carlos Hyde more, it just really helped the offense as a whole. Yeah, they finally that one drive um where we went up, what was it? We went when we went up 19 to 10. Um that James Robinson and Carlos Hyde had a good run on that one too. He almost scored actually and took all the credit away from James Robinson there for a little bit, but James Robinson, we just need to feed him the ball, man. Like I'm like, even Hyde, Hyde actually had a pretty good game. Like Hyde, I don't think really any of our running plays were bad. Um, not many of them were short or anything like that. I'm trying to look right here. Yeah. I mean, James Robinson, 15 for 88, Carlos Hyde, eight for 44, Trevor, six for 27. Like, Hyde and James Robinson averaged 5.7 yards per carry. They've been doing it almost all year, too. And that's when we were leading majority of the game, too. It's not like it was disparity and they were, like, just playing soft or whatnot, trying not to just allow a big play. Like, they were playing with the lead and still running the ball on J.J. Watt and that defense of the Cardinals. So, to me, it's like, man, we've really got to be running the ball more. Like, Trevor had a good game throwing the ball. Had I don't even know if I count that flea flicker on him. He had almost no option. With I don't, I don't even. I think he maybe was trying to even throw the ball away. I know there was a receiver. I think Hollister was the guy there. But when you look at Trevor, I think he was just trying to throw that ball just anywhere, not trying to take the hit from JJ. So I don't even like. I wouldn't even count him with both. If that play worked out, man, Chark was a touchdown. Chark he was open. I don't. It looks. There's actually video. We'll just go into that freaking whirly bird crap that's happening. That's actually a play. I, I thought Juwan Taylor was calling crap. If I saw someone post a video and you they hear up their volume, you can hear Trevor twice say whirly bird, whirly bird. That is an actual play on this Jaguars roster where they have Norwell spinning 
trying to, I guess, throw off the defender there, like trying to make him think that it's a, it's really a run play because he's committing so much or something. I don't know. They need to scratch that. If they just didn't do that stupid thing with Norwell with that spinning thing, that was a touchdown. And we would have been up like 25 like double, because of that. Game. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. It, it would have been, and it would have been a highlight everywhere. All you would have seen on Good Morning Football, on Sports Center, would have been that flea flicker pass to GJ Chark for uh, what, 70 yard touchdown or whatever it would have been. Yeah. And we actually, I, I would say if we got that touchdown, I would have said we would have won this game. Yeah, that completely they, changed the game. Because they ended up scoring a touchdown, so it was 19 to 17. So what it would have been like 25 to 17, 26, 17 within the fourth quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then they wouldn't have gotten that interception. And we went three and out, and then they just strolled down the field. It, I think this would have been a completely different game if that stupid play call to have Lender go on the spin cycle. Against J.J. Watt. Why are you going to do that yeah. against J.J. Watt? Like, literally a Hall of Fame player, and you're going to turn your back to him. He's going to eat that alive, and that's what happened. No, yeah, 100%. But uh, I guess in the end, the Jaguars are getting better each and every week. It's about time they're starting to click. It's eventually going to happen. Um, hopefully it happens this week against the Bengals. So the Bengals are actually playing really good football right now. Yeah. Um, I've I seen a stat uh, or the schedule for the Bengals. They have the Jags, and I think they have the Jets, and they have another 0-3 team as well. So. The Bengals can really Fal- start five a, and one possibly. I think they have the Falcons um, as one, but yeah, they could easily be a surprise sleeper. Yeah, absolutely, especially the way they're they're starting their season. Well, let's talk about some other games in the NFL. Uh, Sunday night football that uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, coming back beating the 49ers. Great game. I'm tired of these primetime games where I go to sleep and I miss everything. Like I watched the first half and I'm like I'm exhausted from the game. I'm like, this is a good game, but I really want to – I'm not, like, going to stay up to watch Aaron Rodgers versus the 49ers. I'm like, good game. I'll see what happens when I wake up. Of course, I wake up, and I see all the text messages. I see Twitter blowing up, and I see the other – I love the meme where it's just, like, the the one solo Packers fan in the crowd just going, like, 35 seconds, too much time. They don't even know. Yep. Too much time. I can't believe – Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest to ever do it. And I just want a game that Jalen Hurts just threw a pick six to Diggs. You know, I don't even have it on right now. Um, I probably should. literally, I literally turned my head for one second. He just Diggs just got a pick six. Man, I didn't even picked. I, I the Eagles just. I don't know what's happening in this game. Like they're they I, they ran like twelve plays in the entire first half just because Dallas is just continuing to run the ball on them and they can't do anything about. It. It's literally the same play. Over even the announcers like same play, same play. Zeke up. The Tony Pollard's having a good game. Tony Pollard to the outside. That's all they're doing, and it's working like a charm. And I'm like, this is sad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but there are two games I want to talk about Sunday. I know we got off track, uh, off topic there, but you know, I had I had to tell you. No, I'm, I'm glad you told me. I don't have it on. I yeah, it's, uh, we'll see if I I keep. I might go to bed. Maybe they'll actually come back and win. <laughs> right, it's like so every other game that's been happening on prime time. Um, but uh, the Chargers beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Justin Herbert, four touchdowns, I believe, and drops the Kansas City Chiefs to one and two. They are fourth in the division, last place. Not they're obviously going to win the division. I really do think they will. Yeah. But right now, they're last place. I mean, that's that's what it is. Well, they've had a really tough schedule, actually. Like to begin yeah. with, like you had the Ravens, the Chargers, um, 
And who was their win? Beginning of, I forgot. It was their first game of the year. I don't even remember who they faced. But still, you go to Ravens and Chargers back-to-back weeks. That's a tough thing. And they lose both of those barely. So you got to think, like, and both of those teams are probably play, playoff teams early in the year. They're going to bounce back. They just re- they reinstated Josh Gordon. He automatically went there. If they're smart by him, um, I would want to go there as well right now. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe in a few weeks we'll talk about Josh Gordon having like an Antonio Brown thing, how he, he surged at the end of the year to push the Bucks to the playoffs. Maybe Josh Gordon does the same thing. Yeah, I could see it. Um, the Kansas Chiefs, like I said, wanted to, but, I mean, they'll bounce back. Uh, I yeah, feel bad, honestly, whoever – they're playing against is you know this weekend. They're still the favorites. They're still yeah, yeah. literally the favorite. Maybe against the Bills or the Bucks, but other than that, they're pretty much favorites. I do want to give props though to uh Derek Carr, who is playing phenomenal football for the oh, Raiders. Yeah. That Raiders team is that the whole division stuff. Honestly, I could see all three with the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the the um, Chargers all making the playoffs. Yeah, Broncos could too, man. Like I mean, like I said, I, I don't. They might be more pretenders and contenders just based on their early schedule wins, but. They've at least handled those games pretty easily. It's not like they barely yeah. won those games. So that's that's good on there. But it could be the best division in football besides maybe the opposite, the NFC West. Yep, I agree. And the one game I definitely want to talk about, I think, you know which one I'm about to go to, the NFL record, Lions versus the Ravens, 66 yarders by Justin Tucker. I mean, Justin Tucker, best uh, kicker in NFL history. Um, yeah. He does it again kicks another long one but for 66 yards i mean that's just unbelievable first of all though how did the lines allow lamar jackson to complete like that fourth and like 20 and basically kind of like just leave this guy kind of open right and then not only that uh i think there is controversy too with the play right before the, the kick that technically time should have ran out or something yeah. like that and somehow the ravens it didn't run out like a lot of lions fans are really upset with the refs but I don't care, man. He kicked it 66 yards and like hit that doink and just went right over to the thing. They were meant to win that game. Like football gods were like, Ravens are going to win this game. I don't care what it is. Sometimes <laughs> that's just how it happens. Absolutely. Um, I, I know we were talking about this actually a few days ago of how we said the Lions might only win two or three games, but the Lions are playing pretty good football and they are, might be the team that's going to give you a fight every single week, but only win two or three games. Yeah. The Panthers were that last year where they they lost like seven games by like single digits or something yeah. like that. I think the Texans also did that like another year where um, they like started terribly and then they finished really hot or whatever. I think that was like two or three years ago. Um, but so, I mean, every that happens, we'll see. Maybe the Lions will be good next year. Jared Goff hasn't necessarily looked bad. Swift and Williams look like one of the best running back duos in the league. Their offensive line's getting better. Who knows? Maybe they actually get a playmaker on offense for a wide receiver and upgrade their defense. They might actually be a good, decent football team next year. Yeah. You've seen Dan, Dan Campbell's uh, interview after the game says, if you told me that uh, the Ravens would have a uh, try a 66 yard to win the game, most of the time you're going to take those odds because. Yeah. Never I happened mean, before. It's literally win. never. And we saw with the Cardinals tried it for a 68 and no we got it for a touchdown. So, I mean, you got, you got to think I was like, 66 yards sounds it should be almost impossible, but people are making that now, man. Like we, I like, I'll, I'll just bring up, we signed the kicker too to handle the whole Lambo situation kid from UCF. And there's videos of him knocking down 64 yard field goals, like three in a row. So 
we're going to, I think at some point in the next five or seven years, we're going to see a 70 yard kick. Like, That's me insane, man. Like it may have to be in Denver with the wind at their back or whatever, but you got to think if you can make a 66, I guess he barely made it. Like literally it couldn't have been like an inch shorter than that. But you're telling me there's someone who probably can do that. Maybe if this not in a dome, they're in Denver with that win. I think we're going to see it happen at some point. Yeah, I can definitely see it in the future. Um, what about the uh, the Rams? I mean, they are just playing some really good football. Matthew Stafford, what's he have nine touchdowns, one interception in his three games. And then you have Cooper Cup, that connection right there. I think what's Cup have six, five or six touchdowns already? Yeah, he, he's, I almost picked him, man. I was like, I was thinking about it, but then there was like some talk of like, Matthew Stafford's never really worked, done, had a good slot receiver. Like every slot receiver they've ever had, he basically ignores them. Same with tight ends. And yeah. he's doing the opposite with Cooper. He's just giving the Cooper because Cooper's open. There was that one route where, like, for the touchdown he had, where he just does a double move on the corner. And it's one of the slickest double moves. Like he goes outside, inside, and then back outside. And that receiver just, I mean, the corner just completely bit on that inside. Matthew Stafford and him have an instant connection, and he Stafford knew I'm throwing this out. I'm not throwing it in, and I think that's also where Trevor's got to get better at. It. And I think he will when he gets older, has that connection with guys. You'll start seeing more of those kind of things, and maybe that's why our receivers aren't getting as open. But hopefully, we get that connection that Matthew Stafford has with Cup with Lawrence, and maybe Chanel would probably be the best one. Yeah, that would be nice for the Jaguars, and definitely help Trevor Lawrence out. But um, I think you no, you're good, something. man. I want, I at least want to get to a one point where we talk about Trevor's double, the juke on um, oh, uh, Arizona. He just broke his ankle. That so linebacker, that, that Arizona. That oh, my gosh. Dude, sure the crowd went nuts when that happened, man. I, I don't know what was louder when the replay of that went on the stadium, like the broadcast of the stadium or the kick return. Like, honestly, both of those were like the loudest of the entire game. Dude, that kick return, though, that, that kick six was just unbelievable, man. Just watching him come down the sideline right to our, our section and just do the, the Jaguar sideline erupted. And that was, I really thought, the turning point of the game. At one point, it was because literally when they started the third quarter, Andrew Winger picks off uh, yep. Murray. And I was oh, like, after Dude. that pick, I thought it was over. I thought we were going to win. I'm like, if this is going to, and then in literally like a seven minute time frame, the Arizona Cardinals scored. Like 21 points, 21 points in like a seven minute time frame. And it was just like, just because you can't play good football for those seven minutes, you lose the entire game out of the whole, what is it? Uh, 48 minutes. And you just lose seven of those. Not even, was it not? That's like what? Not even 10% of the whole game or whatever. And you lose. So it goes in the NFL, man. Every, yeah. every second counts. They say that every mm-hmm. second counts. Yeah, but uh, overall, I think a great week of football. Jaguars are definitely improving. They have a matchup this Thursday against the Bengals. I'll be there, so I don't know if you'll be doing the uh, picks this week by yourself. We will see what happens there. But other than that, thank you all for listening. Um, If you're on iHeartRadio or Spotify or watching on YouTube, definitely go check us out uh, on Twitter at 904 More. Other than that, we are out. Go Jags. Peace out, guys.